This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So we're going to get into the Eagles-Ravens matchup in just a minute. I'm Vince Quinn with you on 94 WIP in for Big Daddy Graham. Morning show, as usual, will be up in a, you know hour and a half. I guess Al will wander his way into the studio, wonder how he got here, and we'll have a conversation. <laughs> so that's all coming up ahead. But in the meantime, there have been some absolutely hysterical baseball moments that have happened over the past couple of days. One I played earlier, which is a U.S. senator in the middle of a Supreme Court justice confirmation hearing goes out of his way to absolutely devastatingly rip the Houston Astros. Incredible. Now, he tried to make some other greater point and get to political stuff after that, but the fact that he used the Astros and just trashing the team (laughs) as a way to set up whatever question he was getting to was hysterical and totally unexpected. It was great. But... What you also got is some totally ridiculous press conference moments that happened. So let's first go with Mark Melanson. Now, Mark Melanson, a member of the Braves, and for the Braves, played a really tight game against the Dodgers the other day. It was a game where, you know, the Braves have the lead, the Dodgers are coming back, Braves hang on. And after the game, Mark Melanson gets asked this. Mark, can you look at this as, uh, yeah, you guys almost blew the entire league, but can you look at it as, hey, we survived, and that's all the postseason is about. You showed something there in the, in the end by, you know, against a team like that. I mean, you're up 2-0 now. However you got there. I don't. I mean, can you take a positive out of it even though you blew most of that league? You still blew the league. I don't. I don't really understand your question. Can you still take something positive out of this? You're still up 2-0 in the series despite, you know, blowing a big lead. Can you leave this thing feeling, you know, good that you survived this game? I think that's a terrible question. I'm not even going to answer it. (laughs) Oh, my God. What an exchange. Just absolute gold. And it's so funny, too, because you know exactly what the writer is doing. The writer has this idea of, I'm going to write a story about how the Braves almost blew this game, but you know what? They hung on, and wow, what a good thing for them to hang on and still be 2-0 and in this series. But he phrases the question in such a way that it sounds like they lost. Like, oh. Yeah, it sounds like, or at least the Dodgers tied it and the Braves had to, like, walk it off and win it, like, the next inning or something. Yeah, it's just such a weird thing to be like, so, uh, you almost blew a lead. But you did win the game. Now, do you think there's anything positive you could take from winning the game and being up 2-0 in the series despite the fact you won? Like, it's a weird 
terrible question. So clearly he wants Mark Melanson to hear that question to go, well, yeah, you know, it was a tough game for us out there, and the Dodgers, they fought hard. But let me tell you, the guys hung in there tough, and we rallied, and we were able to take this thing, and we feel good being up to no. Like, that's what he was looking for. He was desperate. He was dying to get that quote out of Mark Melanson, and he just asked the dumbest question he possibly could. And for Melanson to look at that and go, yeah, dude, I'm not answering this. That is stupid. It was so great. Like, absolutely wonderful response from him because you do get that like and I understand for some guys you're trying to get that quote to write the story and you're writing stories every day and it's just something that people do fine but what a terrible question so that's that's one and then here's the other great baseball moment so the Dodgers having lost the game to the Braves five to one member of the Dodgers Walker Bueller apparently Likes to wear his pants pretty tight. Now, they're like touched to the skin tight. Like your girlfriend or your wife jumping into those damn things and ah, like ripping them up tight. Okay, so he's wearing these super tight pants. It's trending on Twitter because, of course, it is. And some Twitter, or some, I almost called him some uh, Twitter. Some, some reporter after the game has this exchange with, with uh, okay, so technical issue but but we'll play in a second like long story short having this game happen where the Dodgers they get blown out okay so they lose five to one devastating you know the history of the Dodgers you know everything that they've been through over the past couple of years what have the playoffs been what have the World Series been for the Dodgers over the past couple of seasons nothing but horrendous disappointments they have so many times where they get so close and suddenly everything falls apart Clayton Kershaw implodes, right? There's just all of these things that are so messy around the Dodgers. And so you get to this point where they blow the game, and afterwards, and and the computer crashed, so screw it. But what happened is the guy decides to ask Walker Bueller after the fact. He goes, so, uh, Walker, I know you just lost 5-1, but, uh, by the way, Walker Bueller's pants was trending on Twitter. And Walker Bueller's like, Dude, not the time or the place. You know, like, seriously, what are you doing here? And he's right. Who asks that question to a pitcher that just lost a playoff game? It's a totally ridiculous thing to ask somebody in that moment. If you want to ask him, like, a day or two later, after the fact, when he's had some time to calm down, hey, Walker, well, I know you lost the game yesterday, and I hope you're doing all right, and good luck to you. But by the way, how about those pants? You know, like, fine. He literally just lost the game. It's not the time to go for like, hey, uh, how about this fun, buzzy piece that I'm trying to write? You know, it's just a total mistake. Read the room. Read the room. And and if our computer doesn't explode anymore, we'll play that for you later. But it's a hilarious exchange. So if you want to get in, 215-592-9494. That's how you join the show, 215-592-9494. And, and Mike looks miserable over there because the computer keeps crashing on him. Mike... I know it's your fault. Why did you ruin our computer, Mike? Why? I don't know. It's it's always something. You just don't want me doing the overnight show. Is that is that what it is, Mike? You just don't I'm want me hosting the overnight. It. I don't. Yeah. Um, you sabotaging the program. Could be. <laughs> I always knew you were devious, Mike Angelina. You're a bad man. Uh, no, it's fine. Don't sweat it, dude. It happens. Um, so let let's get to the Ravens game here, right? Because you've got the Eagles at. One three and one, <laughs> a dream record. Um, and they're playing one of the best teams in football. 
So what does this game look like? How bad is it? Well, it ain't pretty. I'll tell you that. It ain't pretty. Because you look at the Baltimore Ravens, and they're just as good as you thought they were. I mean, that is an elite football team. They're well-built. They've got a lot of variety. They can run the ball and bully you that way, whether it's with the running backs, with Lamar Jackson. They've got a lot of speed receivers. They've got a nice husky tight end in Mark Andrews that makes a lot of plays five times better than Zach Ertz right now. So they're good. Defense for the Baltimore Ravens, always good. Well-built, well-coached, consistent, reliable, diverse. Everything you could look for in a football team. One of the best rosters in the NFL. The Ravens are great. So for that team to be going against the Eagles right now, you don't feel good about it, and you shouldn't. Because the thing is, for Baltimore, the way they play, I mean, think about the Lamar Jackson problem, right? Part of it is he's going to have times where he can hand off the ball or he keeps it himself. Well, that's going to be a lot of discipline for a defensive line that's just attack, 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 attack. Lamar's going to take advantage of that. I mean, he runs plays like that where he is the lead runner more than anybody, more than any quarterback in the NFL. We know what Lamar Jackson's done the past couple of years, MVP, all that different stuff. So when they're running those kinds of plays, who does that attack? The linebackers, oh, yeah, there is going to be so much pressure on the linebackers. And if you're looking at this and thinking, yes, Nate Gary will surely lead the way against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Well, wow, you've got some strong whiskey. Good for you. But there's no way, right? Like, that is a big-time problem. The Eagles run defense. It has been good for the year, but they're going to have to be immaculate in this game. Immaculate. Because the opportunity for Baltimore to get big plays and wear this team down over the course of the game, incredibly great. For the defensive line, they need to totally cover up their linebackers. That's how it's got to be. So you worry about that. You worry about the big play. We'll see how all that shakes out. Maybe Will Parks is back, so then you get a guy in the secondary you haven't had. Can that improve things? Hopefully Deshaun Jackson and Alshon coming back. That could help. Now you've got some big playability that comes to the Eagles side. If this becomes a shootout, We saw him just put up, what, like 29 points against the Steelers? So maybe they can do that again. But here's really what it comes down to. If you're going to look at this matchup and figure out the way that the Eagles can win this thing, it really does start with Doug Peterson. And what you've seen for the past couple of weeks, what I've really noticed in, in a change here, is that the Eagles are starting to play desperate football. Right? Desperate Doug is the best Doug. Can't say it enough. Desperate Doug is the best Doug. He just is. End of the seasons, right? Nick Foles comes in where everybody's injured and it's just Carson Wentz and a bunch of nobodies. They play better football. Why is that? Their backs are against the wall. They have to coach differently. They call more dramatic plays, more aggressive plays. And it shows up. It's successful. And for them being a bad team against a great team with the Giants coming up on a Thursday... You can get ready to compete against the Giants. You don't have to worry about revealing all of your playbook to the Giants. They're only going to have so much time to prepare. They're a limited team, all that different stuff. So throw the kitchen sink at this game. I mean, really, they need to be as desperate as possible this week. If they can steal a game against the Ravens, huge, huge for them. Season-changing kind of win because nobody expects them to win the game at this point. I can't imagine what the spread is. Last I saw, it was at least seven points. Right? So, is it still seven, Mike? I saw seven and a half. Seven and a half. Which would be the biggest 
biggest uh, points for for the Eagles as dogs in uh, at the link and finish at the link with uh, Doug Peterson. Wow. So yeah, and and the fan part is is going to be important here too, right? Because now this is the first time you get a home crowd. So the Eagles, you play at home. You're going to have a couple thousand people in the building. That's going to give you a little bit of energy. That's a different dynamic. Then you consider the fact that your back is against the wall and where you are in the division, how this team's been playing, the morale boost that can come from going and beating beating Baltimore. What can that do for a team? A lot. What can it do for the fan base? A lot. So go after it. Give it everything you got. Like One of the things that always bothers me about the NFL in general is you see a lot of bad teams that play it safe, right? Oh, we're not very good. So let's ball control. Let's hope our defense does a lot of work. If we can just string out all the clock and score, you know, 24 points, we're going to win this thing. No, 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 no. That That is not how you operate. If you're a back-against-the-wall team, if you're outclassed, go nuts, run trick plays, throw the ball to Jordan Mailata. You know what I mean? Like, surprise me. Do things that I wouldn't expect. Whatever things you have in the playbook with Jalen Hurts, this is the week. Because we've seen some progression with Hurts, with him handling the ball, lining up on different parts of the field. He threw a pass last week. That was a nice change. He actually threw the football, completed the pass. Nice quick play. That was great. So what else do you have in store? There's been there's been plays where Hertz is back there and Wentz is running back like he's looking to receive a pass and make another throw down the field. If that's an actual play in the playbook, this is the week for that. Play as desperate as possible right from the jump against the Baltimore Ravens. And Doug's done that. What's going for two on the first score of the game? You know what I mean? That is a desperate move. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's the energy it's got to be. It's got to be a relentless, we don't think we're going to win this game, so we're going to do everything in our power to go and steal it. Punch the Ravens in the mouth. Shock them. If you pull off some crazy trick play on the first drive to score a touchdown, if you can get some fluky, you know, 10 nothing lead, now you're in it. You're not a lock to win, but you're in it. And at that point, maybe you can make the Ravens panic a little bit. They panicked in the playoff game last year. That's how they lost. After the first quarter, it wasn't working. They started to pass all the time. They fell apart. The Titans beat them to dust. Maybe the Eagles can do that. Score a couple of points early. Shock them. Do something you didn't expect. Give the defensive line some opportunities to go after Lamar Jackson. Get a turnover or two and win the game. Win ugly. Win ugly and desperate. That's what it's got to be. That's that's what they have. They don't have this easy formula of, like, here's the secret weapon to beat the Baltimore Ravens. I'll tell you this. It's great that Wentz is running now. And not just moving around in the pocket, but called runs means everything for this team. They need him to move the ball. If Wentz is getting you 30 yards a game on the ground, you've got a great chance to win. It's that simple. He gives you a different dimension that way. It's something else to prepare for. The number of ways that he can get you a first down, right? It all comes together there. And that's what it's got to be. Run Wentz, call trick plays, do a surprise onside kick. I don't know. Two-point conversions again. Whatever it is, as aggressive as possible. Because Baltimore's really good. They're well-built, they're consistent, all those different things. That is a great team. Give it all you got. 215-592-9494. That's how you join the show. 215-592-9494. Now... I know I haven't talked a lot about Jim Schwartz over the course of the night. I know he's been a bit of a hot topic this week, so let's get into it. What is the state of the Eagles' defense? What do you do with Jim Schwartz? Is he a fireable guy right now? You know, a lot of different things, talking about the linebackers. His responsibility, by the way, no responsibility for the linebackers whatsoever. 
It's like a five-year-old where you're sitting in the chair and mom's like, hey, open up for the peas. And you're like, no, I don't want to know. Well, you better eat these peas or you're not going to have your dessert. Okay. like it, it, That's how Jim Schwartz is acting like the situation is going right now. So we'll talk about all that stuff on the other side. Keep it right here. I'm Vince Quinn in for Big Daddy Graham on 94 WIP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.